0: Welcome to The Grey Space, a space to unlearn what the fitness industry has ingrained in our minds for years. From weights making us bulky to eating 1200 calories a day, health and fitness can be so black and white, which causes unhealthy relationships with food, exercise, and ultimately, ourselves. When you come to a Grey Space, you will learn how to stay consistent with the things that genuinely make you feel good and enjoy. So come hang with me and learn how to take back your life without labels, guilt, or restriction. Welcome to The Gray Space. Hi guys, welcome back to The Gray Space Podcast. I'm your host, Corinne Brown, and I hope you're having a good start to your week. Does anyone else feel like Daylight Savings is still kicking their ass? Because I have been so tired. I thought this was like going to go away by now, but it's not. I almost feel like it's getting worse. I don't know if it's like a combination of pregnancy and daylight savings, but I just feel like I'm really starting to slow down. I think my issue might be I'm chasing the sunlight. Like all during the day, I am trying to get as much done when the sun is up. And then by the time it's like 536, I'm crashing. And it's hard because I'm like, okay, I could, I could literally fall asleep right now, but I'm not going to because then I won't be able to sleep the rest of the night. So I need to stop trying to rush so much during the day to like chase the sun and just deal with the fact that it gets dark at night. I give you guys credit that go to the gym at night after work, even though like, okay, yeah, it's still early at six o'clock, but if I'm driving home, it's six o'clock and it's dark. I would just want to go straight home. So I give you guys so, so much credit that are working out at night right now. And I know you feel 10 times better whenever you leave that place. And that is why you're doing that. So always remember that because that's what really helps me get through too. But I give you guys so much credit. I took a little break since the gender reveal of just not worrying about planning much. And I feel like that's also starting to backfire on me because now I'm like freaking out about The holidays are almost here. Like, Thanksgiving is here. How did that happen? Finishing the nursery, the baby shower, my best friend's bridal shower too. I want to do a maternity shoot. Like, there's just so many things that I have in my head that I'm like, I need to get done within these next four months. And these four months are going to go by so, so fast. And all I want to do is take a nap. All right, guys, let's get into the question of the week. How to lose weight quickly. All right, I'm going to read the black and white answer Google gives us first. I read the first thing that pops up, and it's from a Harvard Health chief medical editor. And he says, The quickest way to lose weight is a combination of significant calorie reduction and getting more exercise. Choices to jumpstart a weight loss program include small portion sizes of a Mediterranean-style diet, protein-sparing, very low-calorie diet, intermittent fasting, and a ketogenic diet. But longer term, the reduced calorie Mediterranean diet is the safest. So yes, you can do it the quick way. You can undereat, you can overexercise, and you can do something you know you're not going to be able to keep up with for a long period of time. You could do it that way. A lot of you know my stance on this because I have spent... Years doing it what I call the easy way. This is the easy way in the beginning A lot of you know my stance on this because I've spent years doing it the quick way Only to start over again and again and again So the quick way Ironically ends up being the longer route Because you eventually figure it out for yourself But what's so hard is the fact that it works in the beginning. And I don't know if it's the ego in all of us that tells ourselves it's not going to be me. I'm not going to burn out. I can eat like this the rest of my life if it means I'm thin. Because that's what I would tell myself when I was following a very strict diet. Or a diet that has a name. I was like, well, keto for life, intermittent fasting for life. I genuinely thought I was invincible and it's because I saw the progress. And thank God, our physical bodies are smarter than our mind when we are in that mindset because our bodies are going to tell us before we believe it. A newer quick way to lose weight is going on something like Ozempic. Now, I don't I could go down a rabbit hole talking about this. I do believe there are some benefits to it depending on the person, but most of the people that are getting this don't need it. They aren't insulin resistant. They aren't pre-diabetic. That is what it's for. It is for people that actually have diabetes, but it can help with people that are pre-diabetic and have insulin resistance. The problem is, and there are warning signs on it, that you are going to lose a lot of muscle. But people in their head are like, I don't care as long as the scale is lower. But the issue with that and what we're not educated enough on understanding is that your hormones are going to tank when you lose that much muscle. You're going to feel exhausted. You're going to have this weird obsession with food because your hunger hormones are off. And anytime you overeat, it's going to be 10 times easier to gain that weight. So the quick way, guys, is the longer way because you're just going to yo-yo going up and down in your weight for a very long period of time. So let's try the sustainable way. Let's find something that's consistent. Let's focus on nourishing our body with good nutrition. Learn how to progress in getting stronger in the gym. Discover what a balanced lifestyle truly looks like. And create sustainable habits you continue to add on to become the best version of you. There's no name for that diet. It's the least sexy thing you can do starting off, but you and your body will end up feeling sexier than ever when you follow this approach. I never plug myself on my own podcast because this is what I do for a living. I help women do this every single day. Get away from that restrictive approach and mindset and learn how to make this a part of their life. I believe in it so much I created this podcast to give you the free information for those of you who want to start off on your own and have the correct information. Our minds play some nasty tricks on us when it comes to what is the right or wrong way to approach losing weight and getting healthy because the unrealistic approaches, the diets that have names behind them. They work in the beginning. That's why these health and fitness marketers are going to market the heck out of it because you're going to see results right away. So we believe this must be our answer because everyone's different, right? What works for me and my body might not work for you. So we let that ego get in the way and be like, no, I can definitely do this the rest of my life. We talk ourselves into this toxic relationship with our body, nutrition, and exercise because I see the scale going down. You have to leave that toxic relationship. Compare it to like a boyfriend or a girlfriend. It's only working out in the beginning and then it gets harder and harder. Just like that relationship that you had. You got to get out of that cycle. And if you need help, this is what I'm here for. Let's catch up, guys. So like I mentioned in the beginning, I'm starting to freak out a little on how much needs to get done before Sophia gets here. It's like a nervous, excited, anxious feeling. And I'm that person that really likes to write out a lot of lists when I get like this to just clear my head. Because once I get overwhelmed, it's really hard for me to think clearly. And I could just go back to those lists of, okay, just focus on this. So... You should see my office right now. I have about 20 different lists for like personal, work, baby, holidays, household, social media, baby shower, nursery, you name it. And these hormones aren't helping. I've noticed that one little thing sets me off and I could be ridiculously sad for the rest of the night and I can't tell you why. And I mean, I'll start crying out of nowhere and it happens to me at least once a week. And I'm already an emotional person to begin with. (laughs) So this past weekend... I know I wasn't in a good mood. No particular reason why. I can't even remember what set it off. But I had to go upstairs to just get a good cry out. So Bobby wouldn't see me and be like, what is wrong with you? Like, I don't want to have to explain why I was crying because I couldn't even tell him the reason why. Because I didn't know. Pregnancy is a roller coaster of emotions. It one minute, I feel like superwoman. And I am... Amazed at my body and how strong I am and the next I feel like a huge loaf That can barely get her socks on without being out of breath <laughs> I put up a post recently that said behind every pregnant gym girl Is a body that doesn't look or feel like hers And I was hesitant to put it up because I was so nervous people were going to think I was either complaining or Or in a really, really bad headspace. And neither of those are the case. I'm just being honest. My body's changing very quickly. And my entire adult life up to this point, I have had to put emphasis on my health and my body. Just putting on workout clothes and moving my body, it feels foreign to me right now. My clothes fit very differently. They're even harder to put on. A workout I could do in my sleep is now extremely challenging. I don't move as gracefully. Everything is just changing now so quickly. And you can't help but have these thoughts that come into your head because it's a constant reminder that you're in a different phase of your life. And I'm really just learning how to navigate it. And I know I'm evolving. But I'm glad I shared it because I did get a lot of great feedback There are a lot of pregnant women going through the same exact thing. And I even got some women that aren't pregnant but appreciate me being honest because they know that they're going to eventually have to go through this one day. It's just normalizing that these, these thoughts are going to happen. Like expect them to happen. And it's catching yourself and redirecting those thoughts when those reminders are causing you to just not feel your best. Speaking of not feeling your best... This episode is about romanticizing sick days because recently I got sick. (laughs) I was just, it was just a really bad head cold, you know, typical sore throat, stuffy and runny nose, really tired, body aches, and I was going absolutely crazy in the house. Obviously there's levels of sickness, you know, when you're sick, sick, and you can't do anything but be on the couch and sleep on and off because you can barely function, Then there's just sick, that you feel like garbage, you can't go to work, but you are functional. We're gonna talk about that type of sick. You know when you're a kid and you don't have a care in the world that you're sick, like you get to miss school, you have a sick day, mom takes care of you, and that's that. But when you're an adult, all the responsibilities pile up when you're sick. Like We don't have time to be sick. You're freaking out that you're not at work, praying that someone's covering for you, But you don't want to make anyone mad either. You know, say goodbye to eating healthy like you were and now you're skipping your workouts that you've been progressing in and Mr. Anxiety comes to hang out with you the entire time. That's what it's like being sick as an adult. It sucks. We're going to talk about how we can make it just a smidge better by learning how to romanticize these sick days. There is nothing like taking a nice hot bath put some Epsom salt in to help just reduce any inflammation that might be going on. If you have one of those bath trays for the tub, you can light an essential oil candle, put your phone, laptop, Kindle on top, pour yourself a poppy, and literally just soak until you're all nice and pruney. Because if you're not doing anything anyways, you might as well get all clean and it's definitely gonna make you feel somewhat better. So now that you're clean, Next thing we're gonna do is have a designated rot station. Okay, this is where we're gonna keep our space cozy and tidy. So whether it be your bed, whether it be on the couch, I want you to have a little tissue box, a mini garbage can, an ice pack, heating pad, your medicine right next to you, a big water bottle that you have filled up already, And maybe you put your humidifier on for your stuffy nose. You have all these pillows around you, a big fuzzy blanket, you have a comfy PJ set. And if you're feeling really frisky, maybe get yourself an essential oil diffuser and put some lavender in it to help you relax if you can smell it. And okay, you might think this sounds silly, but I'm sorry. There's nothing that stresses me out more than an unkept area when I'm sick. Like, you know, my clothes are all over the place and I didn't put anything away. I can't even find my medicine. I've been in the same big t-shirt for the last three days. It's literally going to make you feel worse. And I know this sounds like effort, but I promise you, you're going to feel so much better having it this way. When you're sick of being sick, so say like, okay, I've been in this rot station for the longest time. I need to get up and do something. There's a couple things that we could do at home to keep our mind occupied so you're not going crazy. You can continue to pamper yourself with having like a DIY spa time. Again, if you're not doing anything, you might as well pamper yourself. Play some spa music. Instacart, some sheet masks, a jade roller for your face, give yourself a mani-pedi, do a body scrub, try a foot mask. I've heard those are wonderful. You could organize your closet or bathroom that you've been putting off for a while. Now I know that doesn't sound as fun but it's mindless things and when you're done you have a place for everything. You're not rummaging through your closet anymore to find things and you start to feel better in different ways. There's been so many times I tell myself, oh, I'll get to that closet, I'll get to that laundry. But once you do it and you realize how much better you feel, you're gonna wanna keep that up. Even if it's like, say your car's really dirty, time to just like declutter everything, drive yourself to a dump truck and just throw out everything if you need to. Keep that nice and clean because that is going to help with any type of stress and anxiety you feel on the daily. Start reading. I've really slacked on the reading. I'm asking for a Kindle for Christmas because I think that will help me read more because once I'm done with a book, it takes me a while to just buy another one or go to the library and then I get out of the habit again. Here are some books I want to read for those of you looking for new books. Keep in mind, I like romantic but kind of more on like the psychological thriller side the housemaid the silent patient the housemaid's secret the perfect marriage the intimate never lie the co-worker run on red and hidden pictures i got this list from my girlfriend she read all of these and her and i have the exact same taste in books and she gave me her list of the ones that she already read and guys have you noticed i'm stepping away from colleen i'm obsessed with colleen hoover books i pretty much have read all of them and it's like they start to get repetitive after a while so if you are new to reading pick up a good colleen hoover book i'll start you with one verity it is my favorite If you love romantic, like really spicy books, Ugly Love, it's literally like you're reading porn the entire time, but it's a really good story. And Reminders of Him is an amazing love story, and it's one of my favorites from her. So take some ideas from my list if you want to get back into reading. Uh, But if you are someone that is solely new, pick up a Colleen Hoover book and you will not regret it. I made some homemade chicken noodle soup when I was sick. And let me tell you, once you start making your own homemade soup, you're never going to go back to canned. And I thought it was going to be so difficult, but it was actually so easy. I like made it in my head like this was going to be like an all day thing. But if you can cut up some celery, carrots and onions and make mini meatballs, that is the hardest thing out of this entire process. It was really nice that I had it for a couple days so I didn't have to worry about cooking. I was filling my body up with clean ingredients instead of going to ramen which sometimes i do so no shame in that but i just felt so much better one thing whenever you're sick is we think it's a free-for-all to just eat whatever we want and sometimes that can honestly make us feel worse our body is craving nutrients especially around this time so taking all your vitamins that you can right now making sure that you're eating healthy most of the time There's nothing wrong with door dashing your favorite meal to your house that you really enjoy, you know, cozy up in your rot station and order something out that you love or while you binge a Netflix show. But, you know, maybe only do that one time and the rest of the time you have healthier options because that is going to help quicken the process to get your body feeling the best that it can. And keep in mind, you can add these things in when you're not sick to romanticize your life in general. I'm all about the little things and these things have really helped me make being sick not suck as bad. So that's all I have for this week's episode. I hope you guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Please, please, please whatever you do, do not feel guilty about going ham on some turkey, mashed potatoes, stuffing. I cannot wait for this meal. You don't need to exercise extra or make sure that you're going running the next day and do a really hard workout. Just go back to what you typically do. Nothing wrong with a little leftovers the next day. Enjoy yourself to the fullest. You don't gain weight from Thanksgiving. You gain weight from the unhealthy mindset you have before and after that meal. Enjoy the rest of your week and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye, love you.